This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This, this is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. Other players on the offense, outside of Jamar Chase, because I think Brian Callahan said it best uh, a couple days ago where, you know, everybody not named Jamar Chase needs to step up on the offensive side of the ball. You could probably say he's the MVP right now with what he's been able to do. You were going to say something. No, I just had a yawn kind of call. Oh. <laughs> but um, I want to stay with the wide receivers right now. T. Higgins was dealing with a rib injury. I'm not surprised we didn't see a little more from T. But the one where he was called for the pass interference, I don't know. I just felt like, what did you think when you when you saw that play? Was that was that on T or do you think that was just? Yeah, it's on T. I mean, the pass interference kind of whatever part of it. He didn't catch the ball. And that's when I'm looking at it and trying to figure out. It's on T, yeah. It's hard for me to be too critical of a guy that's playing through a cracked rib. And yeah. you can think of, I haven't broken ribs before but I can imagine stretching way up into the air, not only the stretching part of that, but also leaving yourself extremely vulnerable in the midsection. There's a lot of stuff that probably goes into not catching that pass. And uh, I just, I'm not going to get on a guy too much when he's trying to play through an injury. I think that's one of the issues that comes with being a football player in the NFL Um uh, you get criticized at the same level, whether or not you're playing through an injury. And that's why I'm trying to give him a little bit of leeway of, yeah, he, he played bad, but at the same time, it's playing through a cracked rib. And I think that's just something you, you look at and you go, okay, well, I'm glad he's gutting it out and able to get out there mm-hmm. and hopefully it gets better over time. Yeah. And, and, I agree that the rib injury is something that, look, he's a tough guy. He's a tough guy for being out there. We just haven't seen T this season, it feels like. Um, week two, maybe. Yeah, week two. Against the Ravens. I think about the Rams. And it's just unfortunate because I, you know, he is one of the top receivers in the NFL. And it just feels like we haven't seen that yet. And unfortunately, he's dealing with his injury. So, you know, it might take some time to, to see the OG T Higgins back out there this season. Yeah. Um, I hope we can, it's just hard with, uh, injuries, you know, like I hope, and I think it could happen. I think it's possible. Hey, it could happen 
couple weeks yeah. in their next game. Could also not happen for a while. Uh, I think he said like he's not going to be completely better unless he takes months to heal, and he'd rather get out there and play, even if he's not a hundred percent. Just something to watch. Hopefully, he can get to a better feeling where he's able to play more open and free than he is injured. Um, but yeah, you need more a better performance from the wide receivers, and includes him. I thought Tyler Boyd had a really good first half and then second half. I don't know how much of that's on him. Like to me, Tyler Boyd's lack of production is pretty related to Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow is good, feeling good, moving and throwing the ball accurately. It seems like he's playing well when he's not Tyler Boyd. is not producing very much. So I don't know how much that's on him. Tight end, whatever. They're not using it. And they brought in, a guy that's six foot two and can move kind of well, but they just they haven't really found much use for that in the passing game or really the run game. Although they did do some interesting things to utilize him in the run game. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, overall, I just there's a lot of guys that, you know, the production is just down right now. And the biggest factor is quarterback play. When Joe's up, the team is up. And um, that's that's just how this offense rolls. It doesn't work like that for a lot of NFL teams. Some people can have their playmakers set up and, and the quarterback can play pretty average and they find a way to win the game. They all work with Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow is is the is the guy that can conduct it and, and really get this offense going. So yeah, they're gonna want to see more out of this offense in, in the second half. And you know, it does get a tough tough stretch when you come out of there and you play the Niners, you have the Bills, um, you go back to more division play and it, it's one of the toughest schedules in the NFL to to the second half of the season. So they're gonna have to see more out of their offense. And um is there any other negative things you would like to say about this offense or anything before we get to some positives? Yeah, I mean, the second, the fourth quarter blocking, it clearly rattled Burrow and he was sped up. He doesn't really seem to have a lot of trust and faith in that left side, even though the play calling was surprisingly not all quick game, although it was still protecting those guys. It wasn't as protective as I thought and conservative. Um, The running back room, this wasn't Mixon's best game. The Hot start has kind of slowed down a little bit, uh, especially when it comes to getting him to run with enough power to take, you know, like push a linebacker over like the, that one play they need one yard and Jordan Brooks is free. You Can you make him miss or carry him one yard to pick up that first down? He wasn't able to do it. Um, there are a few plays where he's doing okay, but it's he was doing better earlier in the year and hopefully he can get back to that. The backup running back room is still a mess. The more Chase Brown opportunities, but Chase Brown just gets tackled by the first guy too much to be the spark plug. It feels like the spark plug running back. It feels like he's not making pretty much anybody miss. And this offensive line and this tight end room wide receiver group isn't going to be able to really give him that runway that he had in college where sometimes he will just 
go 15 yards untouched, hit top speed, and nobody's catching them. They're just not – It's they're not able to do that for him. So they need a guy that can make somebody miss in the open field instead, and he hasn't been that. Uh, and I also think that they need to find a way, in my opinion, to – when it comes to play calling, I don't hate it. I think that when everything starts going and the game, you're like in the middle of the game, later in the game, they need to be able to move away from the plays that aren't working, even if those are kind of the core concepts to the team. Like to me, I think they should be able to get some of their more creative calls that they use in the first couple of drives and get back to those in drive seven you know, in the fourth quarter or the third quarter, just bring something back that worked but wasn't part of, you know, like day one install type of thing because it feels like they really lean back into those things, especially they can dabble a little bit, but for the most part in the run game, that's when they really just hammer the same two concepts. And when they get to the pass game, they're not doing something crazy different. And it was never that negative of a game script that they couldn't try to run some of their more interesting play-action plays. Yeah, the in-game adjustments are still really questionable right now. And, you know, that's something that you're going to have to fix. And, and when you talk about the running back room, I don't see them bringing in somebody um, over by week. I think they're going to roll with the guys they do have, but you you got to figure it out. Um, if it is changing guys out from it's Chase Brown one play to Travion to maybe Chris Evans, you you, you just got to switch it up because it can't be Joe Mixon all the way. Um, it It's – you got to have a run game. I know they want to pass the ball. I know they have Joe, Bur Joe Burrow quarterback. I know they have the weapons, but you need to be able to balance your offense out. It just, you can't go the rest of the season with saying, this is your running game. This is how you're going to attempt to run the ball, if, if at all. Um, so the running back two problem is a huge issue. I know I brought it up on the podcast. I don't see them calling Denver and saying, hey, how much for Samaje P. Ryan or trying to get a guy up the street right now. Um, but and that's just that's just the way it works with them. Um, and in the season, I, we heard that conversation last year when Jamar Chase went down. Will they trade for a wide receiver? What will they do for the wide receiver room? That went insane, though. That was a little insane. Yeah, that people was were saying, trade for DJ Moore. Like, trade your first-round pick for DJ Moore. And, like, yeah. what? Yeah, it's going to be out like four I'm weeks, guys. I'm glad they did. This is kind of one of those things where I'm like, hmm. You, you got to be thinking about a plan. And like I said before, it's not because Joe Mixon can't be your RB1. It's your RB2. You need an RB2 with this team. And nobody's producing or stepping up in that position. And they can't get anything going. So that's not good enough.